This is Beth Bruno, and you're listening to the Fierce and Lovely Podcast. Welcome back to the Fierce and Lovely Podcast, where each week my daughters and I process topics that moms and teens are asking about. Helping you foster a more connected relationship and maybe learning about Gen Z along the way. are all virtual, all online school, maybe 30% are hybrid and the rest, like very few are actually going into a classroom. And it's devastating. I mean, we're like beyond six months of the same old, same old. And I know for each of you, these are big years and this feels really disappointing. So let's start there because I know like that is how we're entering this fall. And that is how so many uh, teens are feeling right now. What are some of your thoughts? And tell us a little bit about what what this fall was going to be for you. What grade you're in? What were you looking forward to? Let's start there. Sophie, go for it. Um, well, I was going to be a freshman at a new school, not one where like your middle school goes into the high school. It was totally new, so I don't know anyone. So that's kind of a bummer, um, just because I won't be able to meet anyone. Um, that was one of the reasons why I changed schools. <laughs> okay, Ella just started crying. <laughs> um, and I'm crying too. <laughs> because, like, I moved to a public school so that I could have new people. And <laughs> none of that's going to happen. Yeah. And that sucks. It does. It sucks. And there's there's something about having so much hope and anticipation for something to be different and then just have that completely taken away. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, I switched just for that hope and I've been holding out for the past two years and we worked so hard to get into this school um, only for it to be all online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and Ella, I know those are probably empathetic tears, but also you have your own set of dashed hopes and disappointments. What is this fall? What was this fall going to be for you? Well, I'm graduating in December. Um, it's my senior year, and I was looking forward to so much. And because this is my last year, I wanted it to to be really great. But I know that we're probably not going to go back at all. And that sucks so much. And virtual is so much harder because you're not really meeting new people. And even though you can see people on Zoom, that's not a, a great place to make, like, to build relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's still raw. It is It is raw. 
is so raw. Thank you both for letting your your true feelings just be there. Um, that's vulnerable and exposing. But I think what other moms and teens need right now is to know that like it is healthy to just express this sucks. Mm-hmm. This is not what we had hoped for. This is not what we envisioned for our freshman year, our senior year, our sophomore, our junior year, whatever year it is, right? This is not how it was supposed to be. And it's healthy to to get it out and to feel the feelings before it builds up, mm. I think, mm-hmm. and to just acknowledge that they're there. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to a dear friend uh, a couple days ago, and she has she's going through her own set of pain and dashed hopes, and she's been going out to the lake and just taking rocks and whether you write on the rock or not, like just each rock holds a different dashed hope and she's just throwing it into the lake kind of as this grounding ritual of this, this is as heavy as the weight of this rock. And I love thinking about what are some things we can do to really mark the disappointments that are starting to, to mount. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we held on for so long in the spring. It was one thing after another as our calendar just got crossed off and crossed off and crossed off. And we all kept thinking by summer, surely, that practice will end. And certainly by fall, how could we not all go back Mm -hmm. to school? And so the fact that it's still happening is sustained trauma. And it's not, it's not big T, massive trauma, but it's still traumatic. And we share it as a nation, as a world right now. And it's sustained, which means it's not ending. And that is wearisome. Mm-hmm. Ellie, you said something recently about one of the things that comes with just being in a school building is not just seeing your closest friends, which you've both been able to do some this mm-hmm. summer. It's also just all of those Acquaintances. Small moments, acquaintances. Tell us about kind of your realization of how much you miss just that. Well, it's the, I've, I've been around people in school that I don't talk to that much for 12 years. It's like passing somebody in the hallway and saying, hi, I'm never going to hang out with them outside of school. But it's people who you've been with for a long time or new people who you're never going to see again. The feeling of having acquaintances is something that I never realized that I would miss. So I've been able to see my friends, but I haven't been able to see acquaintances. And it's also little moments in school that I'm going to miss, like cramming for a test in a hallway table or going and talking to a teacher on an off block. It's little moments that you you know you're going to miss school, but it's the small things that it takes a, it takes a while to realize that they're also pretty big too. Mm-hmm. Did it take you going back to school for for a meeting to kind of realize, oh my gosh, that's one of the things Mm -hmm. I'm losing and hadn't really named before? It's it's walking through the building and imagining yourself in each part of the building doing something. Mm -hmm. I've been in the same school building in the same high school for four years and with the same district for six. And it's it's the same walls that I'm no longer going to be able to, Mm -hmm. to walk through. Yeah. Sophie, what are some of the things that you're realizing won't be true for you this semester as a new freshman? 
I was really excited to get a locker. <laughs> At my middle school, we had hooks that we hung our backpacks on, and I was just looking forward to actually having a locker that I could put things in, because going into middle school at first from elementary school I was expecting a locker and I didn't get it um so that was disappointing um but that's one of the things and just like it's a public high school experience like I was expecting high school musical like full out um everyone's like a giant community um but that's not gonna happen either mm-hmm. yeah for a while at least it'll come back So let's talk a little bit about not to just try so quickly to put a silver lining on things um, (laughs) because nothing we try to do creatively changes the fact that this sucks. And yet we have to move on and live and not let ourselves become so depressed. So what are a few things that that we, the three of us, and then all of our listeners could take, just be encouraged um, to think creatively and and try and change up their routine a little bit and feel like even though it doesn't feel like anything's changing, something new has begun. It's a new semester. It's a new fall, new season. How do we mark that? Yeah, I'm going to start off with a new routine. One of the things that actually you, Mom, came up with, um, meeting with friends at like a coffee shop or outside um with masks and just doing your homework at the same time because everything's remote um you don't get the feel of a classroom and I really miss just doing work next to people so we're gonna meet up uh, like twice a week and just do homework next to each other Mm -hmm. which I'm really looking forward to well I just went to a small group last night and um the mother who was hosting said um if we all wanted to just gather at her house. We're always welcome to just do our work at their place. And so if I, I mean, that was my first time. So if I grow any closer with those girls, I could maybe do that um, just to change scenery. Mm-hmm. Right. We have a you know big office that's completely empty <laughs> as all of our counselors are now online. And so that was another idea was that we just come here a couple days a week and just have your own little new space that's not your bedroom desk, right? Just mm-hmm. kind of changing up the scenery a little bit. Do coffee Friday mornings. Yeah, just just making new routines that you can get excited for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even though everything is online and so there's going to be probably a lot of flexibility with that, just again, starting off the day, getting out of bed, getting dressed as if you're going somewhere so that uh, we don't fall into even greater despair. Those are just mm-hmm. little things. We also talked, you know, I'm starting to feel very claustrophobic, mm-hmm. not just at home, but just this kind of restriction of you can't go anywhere, do anything. Traveling is is off the table. And so just that feeling of we're stuck. So what are little weekend things we could do? You know, could we just even go spend a night in Denver? One, one weekend just yes, for fun, right? <laughs> or um, go camping. Flights actually right now are super cheap, super cheap, $90. And so are there some long weekends that we could take um, just to change up the, the mm-hmm. monotony of this life, of this new fall? Mm-hmm. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really anything. It doesn't have to, you don't even have to go anywhere. It's just to do something that, 
do something you've never done before. Mm -hmm. Um, go out with some friends and that you wouldn't usually go out with or like try to figure out a way to go water skiing on a lake, like something that you've never done before. Mm-hmm. Ellie, you're a senior. And so for, for other seniors out there who, whose college search or next steps look so different, mm-hmm. how is that feeling for you? Well, I'm a natural stressor. I will always find something to stress about, but finding colleges and uh, applications for scholarships, that's been a really big burden for me, but it has been helpful to have so much time to work on this. And thankfully, colleges are being very lenient. So one of the things I'm very thankful for is that like most colleges in the entire U.S. are making SATs optional. I'm still going to take them for some scholarships, but for me, someone who like in the beginning of the summer was studying for SATs like every single day, that is such a relief to not have to worry about anymore, mm-hmm. um, or at least as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and colleges are like, they know that you probably weren't able to finish at a club in your junior year. Um, they, they know how hard it's been. Mm-hmm. So thankfully the United States and the world, we all, we, we get it. I, at least we're all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, girls, as we close, any thoughts on just what's one thing that that moms can be aware of with their tween and teen daughters in, in this time? What's something that you think universally girls really need from their mothers right now? Spontaneity, just what we were talking about earlier. Like, I don't know, being stuck around the house is hard. Mm-hmm. So doing fun things, just yeah. on a whim. Yeah, I think that's especially important right now when nothing is spontaneous. Everything is so monotonous. So saying, you know what, let's get up and do our work somewhere else, like something and recognize that your daughter, when your daughter needs that. Well, if I could plug a book in relation to that, that might seem completely out of left field. It's actually a business book, but it's called The Power of Moments. And moms, it's been so helpful for me to think about how do you actually create positive moments as in a family. And so even though it's designed for businesses, it's been really um, helpful for me to think about in light of this. I, I didn't prompt you with that question to talk about this book, but that's a great way to just close if you're looking for a resource to to be able to to be strategically um, surprising your kids this year to bring some life and levity um, into the, the midst of this really despairing season. That would be a great recommendation. Thanks, girls. Thanks for listening to the Fierce and Lovely podcast. You can find more great resources on raising teen girls in 2020 at www.fierceandlovely.org. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, lonely, or stuck, well, every month, a community of women is coming together online to become more intentional mothers to teen girls and to develop the connection they deeply long for. We call it the Fierce and Lovely Moms Membership Community, and you can learn all about it at fierceandlovely.org. Sophie, tell me a little bit of your thoughts on the Instagram Reels. Okay, well, Instagram just came out with a new update, and it's called Instagram Reels, and it's literally just TikTok on Instagram. (laughs) And they're just trying to keep up with the trends, trying to keep teenagers on Instagram, 
because let's be honest, it's so much more boring looking at just photos of people's happy little lives and like the selfies that they take versus watching funny videos and you can like constantly scroll and not depend on the people in your inner circle posting all the time. So, but that won't change, right? Reels doesn't change. Reels doesn't how change you, how you can Instagram. scroll or who you have access to, right? It doesn't, but it's just TikTok on Instagram. So you can like scroll through just random people's TikToks that are on Instagram and people are actually posting TikToks that they've made on Instagram Reels. I would like to offer up a metaphor. Um, (laughs) I think that TikTok is like the young Gen Z thriving, just vibing, you know? And then Instagram Reels is like, it's like the grandparents who just really want to get into it. (laughs) And so they offer whatever they can and they just miss just a little bit. (laughs) I don't think it's a big thing. (laughs) 